You, you are, now are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back <laughs> to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox Radio broadcast, bringing you some of that 21st century radio flavor on the weekly. You got myself, DJ Fusion. You got my brother, John Judah. What's going on? It's the deal, world. DJ Fusion, J. Judah in the house, locking it, locking it, locking you. What's the deal, Fusion? Doing all right, doing all right. Ready again to another week of the show, bringing you some hot music, hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, the entire nine you know a little bit of rock here and there as well as some news commentary and interviews we had a pretty um heavy packed week this week so i'm gonna try to keep the commentary talk as succinct as possible as always much love to our listeners wherever you hit us up on the fm dial via internet radio podcast or through our various websites prop to all of our affiliates who put us on over 25 plus strong since 1998 in our beginnings at Rutgers University Radio up in New Jersey and you know we're just got a lot of stuff going on um quick rundown of this week's show of course the new and old school music joints got a new black agenda report this week got a new direct effects segment this week and we also have a really dope interview with um author economist um businessman do just gets it in um named Cedric Muhammad some people may know him best for his behind-the-scenes role he did for a period of time with Wu-Tang Clan in regards to uh, management and stuff like that. But, you know, he really, really gets it in. You can go to his website, CedricMuhammad.com, to see all of the different things that he does. He now has a book series out called The Entrepreneurial Secret to Starting a Business Without a Bank Loan, Collateral, or Revenue. And it's a really dope series. Um, it's nice, succinct, to the point. And, you know, it drops a whole lot of necessary information, not just on a step-by-step economic end, but also a mental end and spiritual end as well. And it's a very interesting interview that we had uh, with the brother, so we hope you enjoy that. And, again, CedricMuhammad.com, definitely um, give him support. And on the basic promo end, you can always reach out to us either via our official site, BlackRadioIsBack.com. Through our podcast site on the web directly If you're not going through iTunes, Zoom, um, Miro, um, Flycast Or one of the other um, RSS feeders or players At FuseboxRadio.Podomatic.com And for all of our social networking people Whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, MySpace And the majority of others that is already out there really um, Just do the slash FuseboxRadio Twitter.com slash FuseboxRadio F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O MySpace.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. And with all of that stuff um, knocked out of the box and out of the way, um, commentary in. It's pretty short. I think the summation phrase I could use is this has not been a good week for what some folks call the magic Negro mentality right now, whether it's with President Obama. Or with Tiger Woods And I find it funny that nobody wants competent black men or women But they want a magic negro to solve all their problems Or to be perfect You know what I'm saying No human being is perfect I'm not saying I agree with neither of those cats But I'm going to definitely get into 
in the moment but this extreme of we need to have the negro be the cleanup man or just do things all command we want to and just fit this image for better or for worse this guy totally jacked up this week let's get on the lighthearted end first or the more lighthearted end, i should say um i'm sure that people through all the news outlets internet and stuff heard about tiger woods um car accident we do know he crashed to a fire hydrant or whatever the situation is why it happened you know supposedly his wife found out that he was cheating on her with some other broad and you know basically she wilded out i know when the story first came out people thought it was kind of really he crashed to a fire hydrant why he in the hospital with a concussion and and a scratched up face you know what i'm saying and why he say his wife was supposed to try to free him from the accident or whatever have you and the back window and the side windows is smashed with some golf club not the front where you, he could try to get free now i look at it like this people have domestic spats and issues all the time and i'm not going to make like of domestic violence whether it's female onto male or male onto female i wouldn't want nobody chasing after my ass or no golf club regardless of what's happening but the way that media like got amped as hell like we can knock this cat off of his pedestal because we can't do it with golf let's face it tiger woods is golf right now you know i'm not be for mr cobblation and all that on anything but he knows he got black in him pure and simple and this mainstream society that takes him knows that particular mentality that you know this in, in regardless he's a brown dude who's you know whipping folks in the sport that originated on the European continent and a lot of folks even after all this time still aren't content with it and I think he's what one of the richest athletes out right now billionaire or just about with endorsements and all that other type of stuff as well as the awards and things he's beginning and a relatively young dude too so unless his arm falls off or something he's in there for a minute now I know back when he first came out they, they had that matches joint and you know one of the um, other players was like well, you know, what are they going to have for the, the um, dinner or whatever when they went, when he won and got the bachelor's jacket? They were like, I don't know, collard greens or whatever they eat. So they didn't give a damn if he called himself a Cabal Asian. I don't know a Cabal Asian person on the planet. I personally think that's some BS. But, hey, you want to try to navigate those racial waters by making up some word? Okay. And on a economic level, it worked for him for a minute. You know, I think it's kind of like how some of the baseball cats from some of the Latin countries don't want to associate themselves with black at all. One of the biggest um, cases being Sammy Sosa. Like, no, 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 I'm not black, I'm this. It's like, okay, whatever. You don't want to be black, fine. I just look at Tiger Woods in this situation in the simple way of don't try to get black when the heat gets on you. Because the heat's going to get on them more than it is now on the PRN. Don't be trying to run to, you know, whoever they deem is the black person's forgiveness factor, whether it's Sharpton or Tom Joyner or whatever, talking about they doing me dirty because I'm black. You haven't been black for over 15 years. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, you know, push that to the side. And I bet you that's what's going to happen. You know, I ain't going to bet only so much money because I don't got the most money. But I would bet a meal or something that, you know, in a week or two, if the heat gets turned up, he's going to suddenly start making that circuit around Essence and Oprah or, you know, whatever neutral media Negro entity they want to go towards. Not saying that Essence is a neutral media entity, but, you know, one of the ones that is more 
put out there in the public. As a woman, I'm like, you shouldn't have been cheating in the first place. I don't care what your ethnic background or whatever it is. And honestly, I don't necessarily like having to say this, but dude, you ain't had to get married. And you ain't had to fall into the notion of, I need to have a trophy wife, whatever their background is. You know, so, you know, if you wanted to get it, you shouldn't have got married, you shouldn't have knocked up no chick. Again, I'm not condoning people getting smacked upside the head, but I don't know what you expect. Judah? Briefly, um, I knew he was going to run in some trouble with that woman. Just the look I had in the eye when I first met her, just something, a vibration. Now, that doesn't mean that she's wrong after retaliating on him for what he allegedly did. Um, I think... um, I think the roles were reversed. Ain't no Negro man chasing no white woman out of no house with no bat. That Negro will be up under a jail. That's a fact. Um, and I think, um, regard. I think I think a woman in general, unless the the person is about to threaten your life, or kill you or your children, I think a woman should be very careful. Cause some of the cats I came up with, if she came at them with a golf club, that might have been one of the worst mistakes she could have done. So, but, you know, Tiger Woods is kind of a watered down, I hate who I am by nature type Negro. So, I don't necessarily expect that from him. You know, if he, if, 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 if he, if, if, if he's going this far all the way to distance himself from black, I know he ain't going around hitting white women. They don't mix, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, hopefully everything comes through with that situation, you know what I'm saying? You know, he fresh charged on, of course, obviously the relationship is over. He got two babies by this woman, so I think he should be very careful. And watch out who he's dealing with. And uh, monogamy is a is, is a biblical Judeo Christian concept. That that monogamy really doesn't exist outside the teachings of Scripture. Um, so women are looking for men to be a certain way when that's not how they are by nature. Um, he has to he has to come and accept those ideas of one woman. You know, men ain't gonna be that by nature. They have to come. They have to graduate to that point. You see what I'm saying? But. You know, I hope the best for them as a couple and everything work out because they have they have a family together. You know what I'm saying? And big up to uh, big up to Tiger Woods for representing at least on a on, on, in the golf arena, if not anywhere else, but in the golf arena. All right. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Thank you, there, Judah. On the end with President Obama, I saw the speech. He made on Afghanistan. I, you know, I heard beforehand about the extra thirty thousand troops being added over there on the military end. I'm not going to get too deep because politically we can go all day. But whatever way he went, he wasn't going to win. He wasn't going to win. And now you have two extreme sides that are upset. You got folks who are like, "Well, why aren't you just going hard body and sending in a million troops?" And you got cats who thought that in less than a year. Peace was going to be achieved everywhere. The economy was going to be wonderful and stuff like that. Do I care for a decision? Not particularly. You know what I'm saying? But for any dude to be put up to the standards President Obama has been put up to, they'd be stressed as hell too. And folks would be like, that's ridiculous. If we're counting the first day he walked into office in January to now, we are barely 11 months in. And you expect things to be sun, sunny, and roses and stuff like that. This ain't Green Mile. No big Negro just going to touch some place that has a problem and wipe out the cancer or whatever. You know, you ain't going to get um, 
bagger bands and whatnot to make you win on the political arena. You know, you don't like competent black people, but you like black folks to clean up people's mess in the quickest and most efficient way possible. That's some slavery business to me. You know what I'm saying? And this is not like a monarchy or anything where he just like point and things magically happen. He has people who are in his cabinet who probably side eye him funny for still being in there right now. And for me, being that I graduated in 2001 and they said that troops are going to be there at least until 2011, that'll be 10 years of my life. Just about a third that this country has been in a state of war where 99.9% of the reasons have been garbage. They've been BS. You know, Bin Laden has released more tape than Dr. Dre has since I've graduated from college. You know what I'm saying? And I bet you probably by the next week's show, there'll be another tape that drops. Now, the priorities are messed up governmental wise, but you had to be like, what is this man really working with in the first place? Somebody who already came into the system because he's worked within that system to expect him to just drape the white house in red black and green and just make it a utopia is kind of retarded but also to think that he's just gonna be you know the big kiss ass for hundreds of years a mess is kind of retarded too folks still had to give this man a chance that doesn't mean to not criticize and do other types of stuff because you know how we roll in the fuse box radio we don't care what political party you are you're doing something stupid we're going to try to call you out from our particular perspective but to hear some of the feedback right now people are either trying to tie him directly into bush or other types of mess is a little ridiculous to me to actually want to have the man in charge of a country of millions of people because let's face it He's the president of the United States. He's not the president of black people. He's not the president of Latino people. He's the president of the United States. That's the room's a ridiculous mess I've ever heard. People are waiting for this man to fail. You got people crashing the White House for parties and stuff via the Pentagon and the Secret Service. You have, like I said, the economy bugging out. You got this war mess going on that shouldn't have occurred in the first place. I'ma be 100 about that as my southern people say or whatever and everybody expects them to get clean come on now all i can say is we got three we hopefully fingers crossed because who knows what's gonna happen we have three years to go with this man we need to see what actually gets enacted and when stuff does seem crazy we gotta go forth here in the states and internationally with this freedom of speech thing and freedom of protest joint that we have you know, to hear people and see people on Twitter and other places talking about, well, it's about time to overthrow now and blah, blah, blah. Y'all were talking that mess eight years ago. Some of y'all were talking, man, nothing eight years ago. But yeah, let's go to war. Even when it was obvious there was BS going on. You got a dude who just got in trying to clean up for real. If it was a regular nine to five, most guys would give the job the middle finger and walk the hell away. You know, you got a man who walked into a pile like a mountain full of manure and they gave him a pail and a, and a kid shovel talking about you got to clean this up and if you expect with those tools for things to happen you got to give the brother time so you know push the magical negro aside and try to want a competent man to get stuff done right now that that's all i'm saying judah 
I just like to give a big shout out to everybody who's listening. Um, big shout out to all the Podomatic uh, listeners and uh, Podomatic family. Um, thanks for listening. In. We appreciate that. The more people who've gotten on, and tell your friends, tell everyone, tell your mammy that we get down. We got love. Ain't want no drammy. But yes, indeed. Big up to the whole wheel wide world. We're gonna put it down forever and ever and ever and ever. We will be here. Fuse Box Radio, DJ Fusion, the wonderful J Judah, Black and Hungry. Alright. Alright, no doubt. Now it's time to get into the mix. Along with Savior Muhammad's interview for the entrepreneurial secret. It's about to go down. You're now in tune to the syndicated worldwide fuse box radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. First week of December 2009. Definitely World A's Day, much respect. We're gonna keep it moving. Peace. You are now listening to Fuse Box Radio. Yeah, Jake Masters. Yeah, only child. Mm. Collaboration. Yeah, Grand Central Station. New York City. Looking pretty, looking pretty. Yeah, DJ Spinner. Like this, yeah, uh, yeah. Yo, yo, looking at my Gucci time is ticking years is flying by. Quarter century is out of here, and I'm still getting high, getting by day to day. F all this BS where you're living. Money more than necessity, the joint has now become religion. Position, my physical for major paper chasing. My first stop is I just speak as Wolf's knee replacing. Adjacent from drug dealing, mama's baby squealing. He caught a slug up in his belly, baby, what a feeling. Revealing more than lingerie, we gleam like Cartier. My skill is drama like a matinee with Boitier. Cavassier, I'm sipping mine, slipping body out with devil moving on me. Trying to strip me from my strength of power Yeah, that's kind of ill when I think about it Don't know the last night, watch your whole crew just get out it Sign of the times, then I seen it like some prophecies I feel the whole weight of the globe falling on top of me No sense of copy piece, I drop degrees like December Raps linger like odor on fingers On point like splinters, you enter the stage And watch me bust like a gauge Brothers afraid of toxic lyrics being sprayed Uh, yeah, what's his occupation, crazy rhyming? Yeah, what's your occupation, crazy rhyming? Yeah, and what's my occupation, crazy rhyming? Yeah do it perfect time yeah what's your occupation crazy rhyming what's your occupation crazy rhyming son now what's my occupation crazy rhyming love do it perfect time Spell, but brothers couldn't comprehend the meaning Stay gleaming, equivalent to the sun Beaming, teaming with brothers who couldn't care less Quick to tear straps from your bare chest Mind some hearts, we fear less In this rap thing, no time for slapstick Funny style cats, been running wild at 15 Like running backs, done the stunning black onyx We built and paid homage to this hip-hop thing Sun smooth like Delphonics The smell of vomit last night from drinking too much Sustained altitude by keeping trees in the dust You believe in the such I recommend you not test Have you sport your heart on the outside of your chest Live and if you hold heat, we gon' meet Kofi up in this game, that means we won't eat Like whole wheat, y'all easy to burn Least the concern, you wanna dance with the devil Give it a twirl, now come on What's your occupation, crazy rhyming? Son, now what's your occupation, crazy rhyming? Yeah, what's his occupation, crazy rhyming? Flowing, yeah, with perfect timing Yeah, what's his occupation, crazy rhyming? Yeah, now what's my occupation, crazy rhyming? Now what's your occupation, crazy rhyming? Son, I do it with perfect timing Ah, 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 ah. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Uh, I got confronted with 
this proposition Me and my man without no pot to piss in My mama always told me stop and listen These crab cats pushing whack rap acts with weak tracks They making more noise than feedbacks For real black, y'all need to ease back like cool Keith These fools creep like serpents It's time to do some soul searching Amongst the street urchins you could get clapped son I see you in heaven like Eric Clapton Close caption to the view of live via satellite You said you want a battle right I hope you got your saddle tight Like I think I'm scared to touch it You'd be surprised son Decisions to sport camp long On the Versace being wise When I size one up from jump Line of scrimmage Shatter your image Scatter your village Flatter your timid Mind, body and soul Why shining like gold My rhyming on foes Like diamonds from coal Now come on Come on Yeah come on. Now what's your occupation Crazy rhyming Creme de la Rhyming Rhyming Now what's your What's your occupation Crazy rhyming Son You know I do it With perfect timing Yo So what's my occupation Crazy rhyming Stop Now what's my occupation Crazy rhyming No Now what's my occupation Crazy rhyming Criminal do it With perfect timing Yo, check this out. This is Chuck D. Public Enemy. You're now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fusion. Harder than you think. Thames, 18 karat gold rims on the rose corniche with the mink interior for friends that are sex in a triplex overlooking the hood. With Picasso originals, the beluga tastes good on floors of Persia. I be leaning on suede walls, like baby, look out the water. The way it falls is so nice. While sipping Louis Lou on ice, my cube drops when I'm landing on casino rooftop. Hella pads, just me and the lady that's hella bad. On a highway of love, we in the white and yellow jack, sipping Chablis when my baby girl slob me. Could it be it's the life that I live? Probably I should be more concerned with my ways and mellow out. But I just don't give a fuck my shit is too ghettoed out. And then it might seem a shame. I own all these objects and still live in the projects. Huh. I'm for the hood, yo. I'm for the struggle, B. And that's worth more to me than ice and bubbly. We'll go to love with me. No man can trouble me. The essence of my presence be forever lovely. I'm for the hood, yo. I'm for the struggle, B. And that's worth more to me than ice and bubbly. We'll go to love with me. No man can trouble me. The essence of my presence be forever love. I like hot sauce on all I eat. My Kool-Aid too sweet and you might catch me outside with just my slippers on my feet hitting cush. With my brethren getting money by the benches. Living with mom, still my momos. 30 inches withdraw, get you up. And hoes set you up. With foes wet you up and it's lots of cops that's corrupting the heat. You better bust, then your team better roll. And if you don't know the half, you get left with big holes. And big hoes be acting like they dick Joes to get clothes. It's the place where everybody spit flows. There's rip shacks, pawn shops, and weed spots And it's best to start walking Anytime you see cops, they be hating for free Yo, I ain't waiting to see I got a warrant? Would children be up later than me? Out the apartment Yo, everybody love the chit-chat Funny, anytime I leave, I be glad to get back I'm for the hood, yo I'm for the struggle, B And that's worth more to me than ice and bubbly Well, go to love with me No man can trouble me The essence of my presence be forever lovely I'm for the hood, yo I'm for the struggle, B And that's worth more to me than ice and bubbly Well, go to love with me No man can trouble me The essence of my presence be forever loved
now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Me inevitably put you ahead of me. I'm steadily battering your chicanery with battery after battery. Blast your smatterings to smithereens. Y'all ain't as tough as y'all appear to be. Kinda quitter me. Soft lyrically scared of triggery. Get to stepping, cause I'm quick to check em with the heckler in the chip and peppers resting next to my pecker. I stress the maximum effort. I can't relax cause I'm rapping. So face the fact that I'm fresher and take it back to the essence. With my spectacular methods of slaying tracks with a vengeance. Send them packing when attacked with an immaculate sentence. It's Taj. Let me introduce myself. My name is A. No need to check them. I got big old eights. I'm in love with hip hop. It ain't lust. Whenever we drop people, they thank us. Can't stand a rapper talking this shit, but can't bust. The flamethrower hit him up and makes dust. Tell him fold, I'm working with a straight flush. Get to stepping before you miss the late bus. You lame ups wanna get your frame touched. I hear him talking, but they ain't saying much. A jumps at a mission to make bucks. Sickleton came up, but listen, it ain't luck. I'm A1, man, you, you can't cut. The same stuff, you some lower grade huff. Fiends tried your dope and no one stayed up. Maybe because your flow and your show was straight up. It's not a game, nobody playing. We can drop your whole team with the proper A. Nobody playing, you know what I'm saying? Souls of mischief got a beam on a lot of lanes. They all the same, that's why we came. We can drop your whole team with the proper A. It's not a game, nobody playing. You know what I'm saying? Don't need amphetamine. Hope is an adrenaline fiend. Hope live for the filthy scheme. Oh, gotta get the better cheese. Similar to Medellin. Cartel, you never met a king. That's pushing with a head of steam. Like I'm Edron James. Biggest killer in jar. All bantam waste, we get he green. They wildin' in the mezzanine with a heavy chain. Follow to your limousine. Stuck you like a nicotine. Patch my reaction time is like a matador. If it seem imagined or inflated, check your vantage point. Pick between the inconvenient truth you can't afford. Hey, when it's me, it's guaranteed. Like the planet's orbit. Here she need your Mexicana. Geometric patterns tattooed on the battle wound. Red fast rocker. D my gastric juices. Battery acid. Placid opacity. Capacity massive. Tenacious assassin in dark glasses. Saskatchewan attacks. Sarcana spark advancements. My hallmark art enhancement. Often transmit from the ballpark. Transit for stark ransom. Parking lot. That's a lot. Bound to cop a pound of pot. Off the countertop. And cops cancel out the counterplot. Hold serve. A thing fast as in. Close to the motor, nervous motor, burn, cold germ. It's not a game, nobody playing. We can drop your whole team with the proper aim. Nobody playing, you know what I'm saying? Souls of mischief got a beam on a lot of lanes. They all the same, that's why we came. We can drop your whole team with the proper aim. It's not a game, nobody playing. You know what I'm saying? You are now listening to Fusebox Radio.
on your butt. Everybody up, push she Listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fuse.
This is Milk D. Right now I'm getting money with DJ Fusion. What more can I say? Yeah. Like the round ball sprawling Spinning out the rims No baskets falling Just another basket case Stricken with the lonelies Involved the man Out through the tenderoni Wouldn't leave the children Left a little alimony Nothing in my cup Is just stale macaroni Me need some sustenance Find me a bottle Renting to my paper As I script you a bottle Solo Miss Flow, Dolo, paid, played the position by the polls glow, heard it on the TV promo, swear it ain't me in the PE logo, remote control in his overcoat polo, go for broke, get the gold float on the go-go, <laughs> hopes and praise out of phase with the straight through the middle cruise, hate the new riddle too, late too little, Operation Doomsday complete, on Jump Street, dump the heat. Bill, one shot, one kill. Spotted him, got his off the top, done deal. Spill your guts, they say they said the darn dead good. You could act a dread in your hood or John Edward. The truth is in the verse, not on the bottle bottom. Black devils is the worst, first you gotta spot them. Ain't never get stuck on their votes. You don't pop a whip if you get near votes. At most, you may exchange pleasantries. Really don't go for the sex change energies. Or Ben and Jerry's berries. Friends would make pretend fairies who take men's cherries. 
Just don't boycott his shit. The fake First Amendment falls to plot mischievous midget. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. DJ Fusion. Write you a movie, I could make you 
I offer you a beautiful place Just use your mind and through the rhyme Me and you can escape The palm trees, blue skies, it's a beautiful day We on a warm beach, a calm breeze is cool to your face I'm feeding you from a plate of fresh fruit Can you taste the pineapples, the kiwis The juice for the grapes, drip dripping off your lips Let me get it with a kiss And if you like it when I'm writing that We can flip the script in the next scene Sex scene, wet scene, wet dream, deep sex Deep breath, wait, don't scream yet Let it build, and when it feels like you're gonna explode Just let go, and let's go back to the Texas all words sound power Was words that burn the towers down Let New Orleans drown They make babies mamas It's only spaces and commas That separates the commas Little Wayne's and Obama's Super pictures We all watch what you say You spite me like me I don't write these poems They write me I just lend a hand and watch the words play I'm nice with descriptions Write with precision Write with conviction Like Christ One day you see him write If you listen You like these poems Menage a trois Me, your wife in the poem Go in the back And for the opening act She likes it She moans in four ways Cause you go to stage one And be done while I'm still writing the full play Never skip the details DJ Fusion. Natural, you know? Got to let them know. Believe me. Explain it. It's natural. Loving you. Tell me about It's physical. Spiritual too. It's a healing in my soul. I was half, but now I'm whole. A deeper truth I found in you. Love is automatic. Tell them about when you're lying next to me, and I'm so glad we've got it. Automatic chemistry. Love is automatic. Again. When you're loving me like this, and I'm so glad we've got it. Marcia. Automatic. 
and automatically naturally me tell you how me feel. I'm gonna keep it real. You like the foundation with the cement on the block, me up the steel. Baby girl, here's the deal. You're sensitive like about the press, not the list. First when you put on the rope, the one about the list. Me love to see your body shiver when me touch you, yes. You get me I, I, I like when the cut you less. Cause I promise to be honest with you and I'm like me feel a total warmness. And it's oneness. The chemistry's automatic. We work it out like a mathematics. And I promise to be honest with you and I'm like me feel a total warmness. And it's oneness. Sentimentally attached to me, physically automatic. One heart. One you heart. and me. Love is automatic When you're loving me like this And I'm so glad we've got it Automatic Your love is automatic But I'm giving you the stick shift And if you don't me We'll make your spirit lift Automatic love my friend In your arms In your arms In your arms My love for your dress Match the color of your lipstick it's automatic cause natural is the mystic When me welcome you with all of your charms In a me arms, in a me arms, baby Me know you love me, I'm enough to wonder if I know what I can do, this I love you now gift Me give thanks for you because you are the Lord's gift And even if the clutch went out, the gears can shift, yeah Real love, something you can't ignore now Hold back, now fight the feeling like a sexual healing, automatic. I love you, can know that love is automatic. When you're lying next to me, and I'm so glad we've got it. We got it. Automatic chemistry, love is automatic. When you're loving me like this, and I'm so glad we've got it. Automatic. Tell them about it. Fusion. You got a space suit, we gon' blast off. You got a space suit, we gon' blast off. No space suit, no blast off. You got a space suit, let's go. Georgia peaches, no discriminate, no discriminate, don't doubt my stats, I don't slouch in fact, I don't be out like that, I 
don't do house like that. I never saw a blouse like that. Jump on a VIP couch like that. that. My brethren, who's gone? Shave and shine up the dome. Drown myself in cologne. Put on a fresh new put on. That's the uh, I be on. Put myself in the zone for the so sexy and grown. But wait, where's my phone? Make sure my brethren's still gone. Hey yo, y'all still gone? 'Cause I don't like going alone. I hang up the phone. We get there later on. And the prettiest girl I'm looking at is looking back and she says to me, me.
can say with confidence that nothing of substance will occur at this Thursday's White House Forum on Jobs, because President Obama has signaled in every way possible that he does not intend to make any serious commitment to fight unemployment. By serious, we mean serious money. The President has repeatedly warned his fellow Democrats that another stimulus to create jobs is off the table. He has been even more vocal in assuring the financial class that his priority is to bring down the deficit, as Wall Street has demanded. And what Wall Street demands from Barack Obama, Wall Street gets. The White House is even considering using unspent bailout funds to pay down on the deficit, funds the AFL-CIO wants transferred to small businesses that might create jobs. White House advisors are telling every reporter willing to listen that the focus of Obama's State of the Union address in January will be deficit, 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 despite the fact that his own political base is crying for jobs, jobs, jobs. Blacks are a key component of Obama's base, but you wouldn't know it from his record in the White House. Even when directly pressed, Obama refuses to make any commitment to deal with hugely disproportionate African-American joblessness, an historical phenomenon that shows every sign of becoming more institutionally entrenched in the current crisis. Studies have shown that African-American unemployment, income, and wealth statistics dipped to depression levels and stayed there with the recession that hit during George Bush's first term. Blacks never recovered, and the Great Recession that began in late 2007 threatens to deliver black workers to yet a deeper level of hell. The official black jobless rate of 15.7% doesn't begin to tell the story. With every wave of high unemployment, disproportionate numbers of African Americans are left more or less permanently jobless. That means, while general unemployment may ease at some point, excessive numbers of black workers are ejected from the job market altogether. In the current economy, blacks are significantly more likely than whites to be unemployed for six months or longer. Blacks hold a disproportionate share of jobs in industries that are being wiped out in post-industrial America. Since black family income is considerably less than that of whites, African Americans are far more likely to fall into absolute poverty when they lose a job, a crisis that too often leads to permanent unemployment. One out of every four residents in homeless shelters is black. Skyrocketing black youth unemployment ensures ever-increasing permanent unemployment in later life. 
and black mass incarceration increases year after year in good times and in bad, fueled by racist and punitive state policies that have nothing to do with crime. Prisoners are not even counted among the unemployed. Layer upon layer, the ranks of the black permanently unemployed increase, a problem President Obama does not consider serious enough for his attention, and which is why we should all have a problem with him. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford. On the web, go to www.blackagendareport.com. You are now, are now, are now tuned in to the Fuse Box Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses. Everybody talk about their repping. PG, Mo County, DC, B More, VAO, we got this. Clean clips, big chips is all in the B. I'm riding down Southern Ave in the M3. Go see my dog Jason for some true green. They don't have my face looking like Bruce Lee. I'm all that in a big bag of chips, cuz I'm in the hood like Uds barbecue chips, cuz I'm getting rich now they can't handle me, cuz cause I was broke then the Evans family was. Woke up in the club, no less than a stack Pimping like a Mac, you should put a feather in my hat I fight for my right to party like the Beastie Boys I'm a grown man, I'ma be for little boys And old three, you see, I was living reckless And since it ain't the first time, I went to Texas Sex, Yeah, I pushed a 75 Chevy HP 7 plasma screen, and all of them HP We gon' dumb it down, we gon' dumb it down We gon' dumb it down, we gon' dumb it down Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You know what time it is. You're in tune with the syndicated worldwide Fusebox radio broadcast since 1998 on your FM dial, internet radio station, podcast, and websites, doing our best to bring you what we call 21st century black radio, a slice of everything on the diverse end, but also on, you know, the dope music ends, interviews, and stuff like that, that you might not be getting from other outlets. On the music end, y'all know it's a whole diverse mix of music from all over the world, um, ranging from hip-hop, soul, R&B, jazz, Afrobeat, house, whatever have you. As well as, you know, our new segments from folks like the Black Agenda Report and Direct Effects. Our own commentary from myself, DJ Fusion, and my brother in arms, John Judah. And, of course, as I said before, the interview segments where we try to bring people from all different types of walks of life on the show. So people can hopefully get a good feeling and a good vibe in regards to, you know, other things that are just going on in the world besides what you may peep out on your blog or your news station and stuff like that whether it's finding something within the mind of folks like musicians like how did this music joint come about or to our business people to see you know how their strides and hustles and stuff like that can be applied towards your own life and of course you know we also have our authors as well and it's been a while since we interviewed an um, author on the radio show it's been about a few months and the contact that we have today for everybody to hear and listen to um, we've actually been in touch on and off for quite some time and as life always tends to have it the people you're supposed to get back in touch with come back in full circle and this brother has done so many things before even getting into the book writing and author and it, it's ridiculous. Um, some people may know Mr. Cedric Muhammad from things such as the Black Electorate website. You may know Mr. Cedric Muhammad from his work with Cynthia McKinney, who y'all know we interviewed as well during the past presidential election um, when she was running again for the congressional seat in Georgia. You may know Cedric Muhammad for the Black, <clears throat> excuse me, Black Coffee Channel website. And you may also know him as the former general manager of the Wu-Tang Clan. And there's just a whole bunch of other stuff, but we'll be here listening to that all day before we even get to talk to him. So let's get into why we have um, Cedric Muhammad on the line. We have him here because he has just written a three-part book series for the entrepreneur at heart, whether it's the hip-hop generation head, the folk who's just like, I'm tired of working for somebody else, and other you know ways and means um to try to get into business and to see that business is just more than you know things like you know think and grow rich and 48 laws of power and other stuff this is some real deal information for people to easily digest you know see how things go on a technical end as well as something we're gonna get into with the questions the mental and spiritual end um the book series is called the entrepreneurial secret to starting a business without a bank loan, collateral, or revenue. And now that I've done my kind of long and rambling intro, we got to say what's up to Mr. Cedric Muhammad. How are you today? I'm so happy to be uh, with you. And this, I, I'm really excited. I've been looking forward to this for quite some time for an offer and on air discussion with you. I'm very proud of what you're doing. And thanks for having me on. Uh, thank you for the kind words with that. 
Now, I ran down a few of the things that you've done um, in terms of giving our audience um, your background information <laughs> and all of that. And I'm literally just saying, you know, a few. Um, are there some things that you would like to touch on really quickly about your background before we get into questions about the book series? Well, I think you did a great job. I mean, the only thing that I like to say is that in my background, which people find to be eclectic because... It's, it, it takes it takes you every day from the music industry to political campaigns to mm-hmm. work in Africa that I see all of that as one and so I'm really happy to talk to you because I think you're probably one of the, the few individuals that can understand how politics, economics, and culture all lead to the same direction so I want to always make it clear that even though the background is diverse mm-hmm. um, in my heart and the purpose for which I'm doing it is always one and that's to serve the people no doubt, and that's definitely a beautiful and wonderful thing. We're glad to have, you know, folks on board with that mentality ready to make good things happen. Now, first and foremost, what spurred you to write the um, book series in the first place? Well, there's three challenges that you are already aware of. One, if you look into economic and business education, for the most part, the public school system doesn't deal with it at all. I know I didn't even deal or get an economics course until my senior year in high school, and that was only for like four weeks. Mm-hmm. So the public, edu- uh, public education system does not teach economics. Secondly, the media, financial media and the mainstream media or the corporate political media, they know the subject, but they don't explain it. They can't explain it to the lay person, to the average everyday man and woman on the street. And we saw evidence of that with the recent financial panic where people were unprepared or unwilling to make plain exactly what happened and point the blame where it belonged and give people insight on what they could do to recover. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, there's the book publishing industry, which separates all of the forms of information or knowledge into so many different categories that you really can't get a clear, comprehensive understanding. So I saw this void and this challenge and this problem, and I said, well, so many people have come to me asking me about uh, could I recommend a book, one single book that would be able to tie all of these elements together, mm-hmm. that it became clear that I maybe would have to write it. So I wrote the book that I wanted to read myself on these subjects and make it, as you said earlier, technical, spiritual, and practical. All right. That definitely broke it down very, very good. Okay. Now, there's definitely a whole lot of information within these books and for people who might be like oh god a book no it's not one of these things that looks like you know something you had to read in graduate school or college that you know you could be like this is dry and you know you, you take a three-hour nap you know it's, everything is very succinctly broken down but as i said there's a lot of information in here now i'm going to touch base on a few of these ideas and um concepts because you know at the end of the day i want people to buy your book we can't give them everything in this interview plus we'd be on here for hours if we even got into some of this stuff but um you know, I guess let's um get into what some people. Um, that'd be great. Then we can get into some of the ideas. Uh, the, the way that I, after I just dealt with why I wrote it, the next thing would be to explain. You know, what is the format of it? And mm-hmm. there's three volumes, and the book title, as you mentioned, is Entrepreneurial Secret. The three, the three elements that I think are essential for any entrepreneur, whether they're in the hip hop generation or recently later on professional single mother someone who just came home from prison previously incarcerated person trying to start a business because they can't be employed mm-hmm. fully due to some of these felon uh, felon disenfranchisement laws 
and as it relates to employees, whatever your scenario or position may be, there's three factors you need to focus on. One is the political and economic context in which business happens. So I wrote one volume that deals with just that, the political economy. Second, basic business principles, things like how to write a business plan, how to conduct a negotiation, etiquette, how to conduct yourself uh, at a business lunch, how to build your personal power, and how to build your team. That's in a volume two called The Business Principles. Mm-hmm. And then volume three, The Personal Struggle, which is the blood and guts of what entrepreneurship does to you as an individual, the suffering, the sacrifice you have to go through, the need to build willpower, and then lastly, a chapter that everyone is interested in, which is how entrepreneurship impacts relationships and vice versa to people around you, how they see you as an entrepreneur. Some people may see you to be selfish while you think you're being unselfish, trying to build something and do for yourself. So those mm-hmm. are the three areas, the political economy, volume one, the business principles, volume two, the personal struggle, volume three. All right. So we're going to really get into a little bit of nitty gritty right now. Now that folks know how these um, books are broken down. Now, I think first and foremost, when we get into the first volume, since I've been through all these books and everything with the political economy, two things really caught my attention. One was, and I think everybody who's even thinking of starting a business, the first thing that folks are like is, damn, it costs mad money to start a business. How can I actually get this done? Because if I go to the bank across the street, and especially in 2009, if you don't have like crystal clear credit, um, because we're FCC wise, there's certain ways I would say it, but you know, you're out of luck. You know what I'm saying? So, like in that regard, I know some people are like, well, how can I even get a business started without just the basic capital? Because nothing in this world, as some of the older folks say, is free. That's right. Well, thank you. Uh, clear, you've gone through the material. My first two chapters deal with that fundamental question, which is really why banks don't make loans to entrepreneurs and why banks can't make loans to entrepreneurs. But the big secret in volume one, if there were one that stood out more than the others, is that no, none of the real great entrepreneurs and none of the successful ethnic communities that have built wealth, and I mean the Jewish community, Chinese, West African communities, some of the Caribbean traditions, none of them revolved around a commercial banking system being set up and financing people to start businesses. Mm. Neither did any of those communities go to the government for grants and contracts and loans. It's always been a collective of people, a group of family and friends and extended family who have always looked for the poorest person in the group and the most talented person in the group. And they've pulled their money together, nickels, dimes, coins, small amounts, to give that person the money that they need to start a business. So I take those principles that work for those those individuals, and then I link that together with those who started Apple Computers, Walmart, McDonald's, Def Jam, to make the point that none of these persons either went and got a bank loan to get started. You always start with an idea, you pull in a, you test it among your friends and family, you debate it with a, a trusted inner circle, then you go and do some planning, and you raise the money from that group. So, mm-hmm. if you're in a fraternity, if you're in a so-called gang, if you are in a, um, a church or a mosque, if you just have a group of high school friends and college friends, you can practice these principles to start a business or to finance someone else who's looking to do that. So we have a chapter 
that deals with that chapter three it revolves around group economics kinship systems that's one of our secrets all right true indeed and certain things you know i want people to get into the book to you know see how some of this stuff is broken down but another thing i had too is people always talk about money 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 but they don't necessarily know what type of money they're talking about because you know you'll hear things like maybe when somebody's buying have to be like equity like what's equity you know and you know all that type of stuff or you know as you broke down earlier the difference between you know how some folks are like i gotta get a loan to let me just build with my people um just as a quick definition type of thing especially if you're um experienced what exactly is equity and do you need to have all of that to you know have a good business rolling well what i recommend let me just make it real simple there's two ways to really get money there's only really two ways one you can borrow it that's called debt and we know about that in the form of a bank loan or even a mortgage that's debt bank mm-hmm. loan borrowing money the other way is by giving up a piece of your company selling a stake of the ownership so giving someone a percentage of the company in order to present exchange for cash so that's equity so you either can borrow money or you can give up ownership give up equity in exchange for the cash mm-hmm. those are the two ways that we raise money now i recommend that we start looking more at equity rather than debt i think both are good both have their place but what i find with a lot of the hip-hop generation and those of us that come from minority populations in a majority country sometimes we tend to borrow money too much everything is a loan mm-hmm. what we really need to do is open the possibility of giving a piece of the company whether it's five percent or ten percent or twenty percent or thirty percent in exchange for the amount of money that we need the advantage to equity is that you don't have to pay it back like you do with the loan right away and you tend to have what I call smart capital. The person's giving you money, not just waiting on you to pay back the loan. Mm-hmm. You know, the upside down uh, smile on their face, a frown, you know, suspicious, antagonistic, um, having an attitude even. When a person gives you equity, it's the opposite. They want you to succeed because their return depends upon how well the company does. So if I have 10% of something, I give you $10,000 in exchange for 10% of your company, I have an interest in that company doing well. Mm-hmm. But I'm not guaranteed anything until the company grows. So I call that smart capital. And I just recommend that more and more entrepreneurs look at giving up equity. If they can find the right amount, it's a good way to grow the company. And you can bring in people who bring more to the table than just money. They'll bring contacts. They'll open doors for you. They'll set up meetings. They can give you strategic advice and they can help you with the management of the company. Uh, so it's important that when you get an investor that you look for more than just money. There's a lot more that they can bring to the table and we call those things smart capital. All right. So a lot of us, you know, need more smart capital in our lives and in business and things of that sort. Now, um, one of the things that we all know with businesses, I think a lot of people, you know, we all want to be self-sufficient and do various things. But we also, you know, we're human beings. Some folks want to be able to, you know, flex that power muscle like, hey, I am, you know, doing this big thing. And besides taking care of myself, I'm also helping take care of others and things like that. You know, do your own, I guess, personal team of people you might have started out with to the future employees and things that you have further down the road. Now, I know a political um 
viewpoint differently plays a role in that you know type of scenario so i was curious in terms of how a business person should keep their ear open for i guess the right political information not just in terms of dollars and cents but you know to see how their community you know works together and also in terms of a team and community you know we all deal with shifty people you know in terms of people starting off a business you know what are some of the types you think that people should look out for that you know may derail you know your goals and at the end of the day your company's goals well i think the first thing that everyone should be clear on is exactly what is an entrepreneur and the way that i define it is just a person who perceives or conceives of an opportunity and then they build an organization to pursue it so i always recommend if you're in business make the business succeed on its own merits Mm-hmm. You know, don't do it just because it's good for your community. You know, that's a given that you have that concern for others. But try to build the business so that it can stand on its own merit, no matter what environment it's in. Now, I do recommend that if you uh, are going to be doing this with family and friends or in the neighborhood where you grew up in, that you do have to be mindful of the things that you talked about. So in my volume number two, mm-hmm. uh, you may have seen it. I have a humorous chapter uh, that deals with the nine personality types that mm-hmm. you will encounter. You already have them in your life. But I have a chapter called The Secret of Team, the Nine Personality Types. And I talk about these nine uh, personality types and I describe them in detail. I, I talk about the gangster, I talk about the professional, I talk about the entrepreneur, I talk about the hustler, mm-hmm. I talk about the salesperson, the ideologue, the engineer. These are all different kinds of people that you will meet and they all have pros and cons. So when you are building your team, when you're raising money, when you're trying to network to grow your business, I give you a description, maybe like a dossier or like an APB or all points bulletin, so you can profile in a positive way the kind of people you need. If you're just starting out and you need to generate revenue quickly, the kind of person you need around you is an expert salesperson. These are special people. Not everyone is built to be able to handle rejection like people who specialize in sales are. They, they love that word, no. Mm-hmm. over and over again I talk about the hustler hustler is a person who uh, the, the advantage to them is they, they're a salesperson and they can spot money making opportunities a mile away sometimes though they te- their attention uh, is not as focused and consistent as it needs to be so sometimes they have a, uh, a deficiency there they're not able to keep focused and consistent give attention to the same thing they're always looking for a new opportunity or you may find them to be impatient on certain things. Then there's folks like the engineers. People have very technical skills. They may not even want cash compensation. They may just want appreciation and they want to be left alone so that you will let them perform the job 100% the way it needs to be done. They do work for the sake of work. They they are into their craft because they want to do things perfectly. So you got to know how to manage all these personalities. you got to know how to motivate people. Some mm-hmm. people don't want money. Some people, all they want is money. I talk about the professional. They're a, a tricky individual. These are people who have all the talent and skill set in the world, but they're afraid to do something for themselves. They're afraid to not have that guaranteed salary. So you have to be careful. I write about a story where I went into business with someone. I call them. I describe them as a professional. Mm-hmm. They led me to believe they wanted to do something for themselves entrepreneurially. Um, and we got started, but at the end of the day, they were really looking to just get another job again and have that security. So I hope that that you know, gives you some response to your question. But mm-hmm. I think you need to know about these non-personality types, and whether it's in your neighborhood, whether it's your family or friends, or 
whether it's even doing business in another country, uh, I think that this description that I lay out, this framework will work for you as you try to maneuver. Now, as it relates to political knowledge, just quickly what I wanted to say on that is, mm -hmm. once you're in business, you have to realize you have a self-interest and that's to remain profitable. That's to, uh, to be successful, it's to be look out for the best interest of the profile, the image, and the marketing of your company. So there's four things that politics is about to me. It's not about being a Democrat. It's not about being a Republican. It's not about being an independent. Mm -hmm. It's about having the ability to organize these four things. One, money. Two, vote. Three, media, influence. And four, physical presence. Mm -hmm. That means the ability to bring people, you know, maybe a rally or a protest or organize folks, letter writing campaigns. Those four things, again, money, vote, media influence and physical presence you can do that as a democrat you can do that as a member of the green party you can do that as a libertarian mm -hmm. you can do that as somebody who does not vote at all you can still be political without voting uh, in that context so i encourage all entrepreneurs to stop having so much loyalty to a political party and start having loyalty to the self-enlightened interest of of their business and they will never forget about their community and the people that help them along the way if they are true no doubt and one thing i would love to get into really quickly before we get into the spiritual side is networking networking i think is one of the most misunderstood word terms ever when somebody tries to do any type of business move right now can you break down what actually is good networking for some people because i think some folks think it's just like send out an mp3 that's networking so i'm gonna give you the best example from my days when i was a GM for Wu-Tang Management. Mm -hmm. When I first started managing Wu-Tang Clan, you know, obviously the group had been put together. I had come in after um, the first album had come out. I knew the clan uh, back in 93, but this was the end of 95, early 96. Mm -hmm. I was coming in as management. So I had organized a celebrity uh, party that we would appear at in Newark, New Jersey. So we had all met in Staten Island, mm -hmm. on Bay Street, where the Wu-Tang Management offices were. And I, it was my first time really putting together an event. Uh, the, the group was impressed. I got everybody there on time. The limos were out front. And we were ready to go in my mind. So I thought that my job was done. This is getting the limos and go. We sat out there 30, 45 minutes. I couldn't get anybody to go into a limo. Hmm. So I'm going, you know, I'm trying all my different approaches. None of the members, none of the entourage are getting in the limo. So Method Man looks at me from the corner and he says he says Fetty he used to call me Fetty he says if you want everybody to get into the limos you have to get Chef to go in first and Chef for many of you listeners they know that's Raekwon mm -hmm. so I went up to Raekwon I was a little surprised I didn't know that I couldn't imagine that it's really that, that easy so I went to Raekwon I told him the problem that we were going to be late and I really needed him to go in first so he said I no lie, Raekwon got in the limo. I'm saying probably five minutes at the most, probably three minutes. Within three minutes, over 30 people had gotten into the limo, so we were ready to go. <laughs> so that's a classic example of networking. I didn't know, even though I was in this culture of this group, I didn't know who the key people were, who the right person was to go to, to talk to, to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Met the man was like the local guy. He was the one that pulled me over to the side and educated me on how things really work. He pointed out and identified the key mover and shaker in the group 
for that purpose, which was Raekwon. Then I went up to him, I was humble, I didn't demand it, I had to talk to him the right way. Mm-hmm. I had to let him know exactly what I needed in a way that he felt comfortable doing it, he did it. And it happened. So in every organization and every culture, you have that dynamic. So when you are networking to advance the cause of your business, to raise money, to meet the right person, or to impress someone, so you have an opportunity to present your plan or your idea, or just get to know them, you have to know who to meet, how to dress, mm-hmm. what to say. So I have two chapters in my volume two that talk about how to leverage your personal power and how to conduct yourself, even at a business lunch. The importance, as you know, more business gets conducted over meals than any other place. So it's important to know how to set up a dinner, how to pick a restaurant, what to, when to pull out paperwork at a table and when not to. So these are some of the things that we talk about in my book. All right, so I'm glad we got that part together because I think networking just got totally twisted. People think sending a message on Twitter now was networking. Exactly, right? Well, I'll tell you the thing about Twitter and Facebook is we know we enjoy the benefits of them because mm-hmm. they allow us to, to connect with people. But what they're doing, they're also overloading us with information. So sometimes now, because it's easier to get something to someone, more and more people are turning away from the overflow. I mean, my BlackBerry goes crazy. I'm sure your email is ridiculous. There's a mail that you get. So it's not just getting to, per- to a person, it's getting to them in the right way so that they'll be responsive to you. I, one example that I give them up is you can be at a, a networking party or say it's a happy hour or you're at a convention and people are surrounding an individual and you can't even get around them. Well, that person may have a drink in their hand, say it's ginger ale, you identify what it is. You can't get to them to talk. So you go get a glass of ginger ale you walk up to them and you say, hey, sir, I see you. Hey, man, I see that you've been here talking and your drink needs refresh. Would you mind if I give you this here? And instantly, you're going to get their attention. They may or may not accept the drink, but you found a way to make yourself memorable. So with little things that we can do now to get to the front of the line and not just uh, getting someone's email or phone number, that's not enough. you got to know what to say and how to approach them and really be memorable. Thank you. writing too, very important. Uh, definitely and thank you on that end too because I know on our end and our audience knows you know I don't mind electronic communication at all people see me on Twitter just about every day almost every day with the phones and everything else you know folks had to email too but approach and respect is key even with these other types of ways to reach out to people and you know again I'm glad that you brought that particular aspect up as well because some folks be like yo let me you know blah 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 it's like word would you do that in front of somebody <laughs> Exactly. I mean, I just started, as you know, um, my weekly hip hoppreneur commentary is at allhiphop.com every week. We're going to check that, everybody. Trends affecting the industry and the culture and business models and new forms of activism and all that I get into. But I'm most, when people send me emails, and I've gotten a ton of emails about what I wrote in my first blog, I look at how they address me. Do they, do they mention my name? Do they indicate that they read the article? Mm-hmm. When they ask me for something, do they do it in a way where they indicate it may be something in it for me? Do they introduce themselves? I'm looking for all of these things to determine how I'm going to respond. When I get that general yo, 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 check out my MySpace page or whatever, I'm going to respond and say, yes, I did look at it, but what else can we, where can we go from there? Mm-hmm. You know, so there's an etiquette even in business communication, how to, how to write an email. 
or how to send even a text message. And keep in mind, when you're using Twitter, that that's almost like your resume now. People are going to, the world of social media has changed to the point where people can Google you and see everything that you've written and put mm-hmm. out. So you have to be mindful. Everyone has three things, an image, a brand, and a reputation. So in my book, I talk about how to maintain that. All right. And, you know, people, when you have this on the podcast, rewind and listen to all of this. And, of course, you know, buy the book because this is some real information that's happening right now. Maybe you don't want to listen to it from your peoples around the way or anything else, but there's a very accomplished man who's on this line right now probably telling the same things that some other people have told you. So, you know, take it to heart. Now, the part I liked the most with the series was the third part which i think sometimes people you know kind of sleep on when you are getting into trying to found a successful business or movement and what have you is the mental side and the spiritual side of things a lot goes on not just on the i gotta write this and shake hands in but a lot also had to happen on your end mentally to break from I guess what we would say is what we're taught. What is like you? Well, a lot. Well, a lot of us are taught anyway. Is that you know you live for a while, you become an adult, you got to work for somebody. Now you got to get in the mode where you're being that boss for other people, as well as finding a way for you to literally do the best to do on your own. Now, you saying in your book, entrepreneurship is a spiritual process. Um, from uh, I guess the summation of everything. Um, What is, I guess, the best mentality, if any, to have in regards to um, setting up your own business in terms of the ups and downs that are going to occur, whether it's on a financial end or other people, you know, coming at you in maybe kind of a negative way? Well, that's a a great question. And um, I start out my volume with uh, a preface and an introduction where I talk about what 50 Cent went through when he first came on the scene really and the chapters it's about it, it deals with him but it's really about the concept of what's an entrepreneur by necessity and what I find is that most people do not do something unless they're forced to do it most people don't start a business unless something happens either they lose a job or some form of status that they've lost they've been they've had to move and start all over again so then it's that mind state to answer your question when you have no other alternative there's no plan B that's what gets you in the entrepreneurial mind state. You think harder, you think creatively, you're open to new ideas, and you begin to search for that path or that avenue that's going to get you the money you're looking for to return what you may have lost, bring back that honor and dignity. Mm-hmm. So necessity-based entrepreneurship is what we're dealing with now with this economic crisis. People have no other choice. They have to do something for themselves. Mm-hmm. They're open to that. So that's why I talk about suffering. I have a chapter on suffering. And I say that you really should embrace it because it will lead you to think differently and to, uh, I think, vibrate at a higher level and have more energy. Dig deeper within yourself to see something that is an opportunity for you in the the marketplace outside of yourself. So again, an entrepreneur is someone who perceives or conceives of an opportunity and then they build an organization to pursue it. Well, your perception and your, con- your ability to conceive if you can handle a shock or a loss, it, it, it heightens or it's activated at a higher level when you're going through something mm-hmm. that causes you to get into that necessity-based mindset. So that's number one. Now, after that, you have the idea and you see an opportunity, you perceive it, 
and you debated it maybe a little bit and you refined it and you move out, then you have to deal with that opposition. You're going to have to deal with adversity. You're going to have to deal with negative thinking, naysayers. So I have a chapter on willpower. Mm -hmm. And there's four things, really, that every great business person has done. It's a combination of these. All of these are a combination of them or one of them. Prayer, affirmation, visualization, and meditation. Prayer is pretty self-explanatory, but I just want to say, sometimes the issue is not your trying to uh, being outside of yourself. One of the things that prayer does, mm -hmm. this is in, I can show this from any really major religious tradition, Islam, Christianity, Judaism, any faith tradition where prayer is involved. Prayer, it organizes your internal desires. It does something for you. It fortifies, reinforces, and it puts together what I'll call a hierarchy of desires. It feeds your will and it feeds your desires. Just the expression. Affirmation. These are sayings or statements that are positive. They reinforce something or they describe the image or the goal that you're going after. You repeat them or you read them to yourself. You write them. Visualization. Daydream. That's the best example I can give you. This is when there's no rules, no limits. You come up with a concept or an image of where you want to go what you want to do in life, you actually see yourself in the office, you can imagine yourself counting money, you can see your name in a big article, that's visualization. Conrad Hilton, the big hotel magnet I talk about it in my book, mm -hmm. 18 years he put a picture of the hotel that he wanted to buy on his desk, and he finally bought it. But that's a form of visualization, he had a picture of the hotel he wanted, he kept looking at it every day and eventually he got it. And then meditation, that's where you're able to quiet your mind to do a lot of what I just said and you just reflect and continuously think over these things. So that's the path that every entrepreneur takes. One way they practice one of or all four of those things to feed their will. And then lastly, the most important part is once you got those two areas down is real life application and relationships. You can have a husband, a wife, a girlfriend, you could have a son or a daughter, you can have parents before become an entrepreneur then what mm -hmm. so you have duties you have obligations you have expectations you have all of that set up before you have this dream business idea that requires you to work 16 hours a day to sacrifice your money to emotionally give your all and it always causes this tension so i have a chapter that talks about the relationships dynamic with entrepreneurship and just things that i went through but i'll tell you one thing and you know this mary is that the schedule you know the traveling mm -hmm. you know that's involved when i was in the music business i mean there were times where i'd be on the road two three weeks at a time there were people that i would see them i had forgot i hadn't seen them in seven eight months and they're hurt by that and i'm coming back into their lives as if nothing changed and then like we didn't know what happened to you if you were okay or not Mm -hmm. I put some stories like that in my book as well. So that's what Volume 3, The Personal Struggle, is all about. All right. You know, in this about 30 plus minutes, you everybody has gotten a lot of information about the Entrepreneurial Secret books. But this is all nothing compared to actually reading them. So you like what you hear? You know, as we always say here at the Fusebox Radio Broadcast and BlackRadioIsBack.com, we need to support those who are giving us good anything, whether it's food product information etc and you know i'm sure a lot of folks in our vocal audience are gonna let us know how they feel about this interview and i personally wouldn't see anything wrong 
with any of the feedback that we're going to get on this how can people get the entrepreneurial secret um websites bookstores things of that nature sure well to learn more about the book you can go to the, the, the official book website which is the esecret.com t-h-e-e-s-e-c-r-e-t.com the esecret.com but it's available the most convenient way is amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com depending on the book right away and get it and as you mentioned many of our local bookstores some of the black home bookstores you can inquire at your local uh, community based store and if they don't have it they can order it pretty quickly Okay, so there's multiple ways that people can get the book. It's not, you know, the books, I should say. And, you know, it's not expensive. And for all the information that you're getting, it's definitely, in my opinion, a worthwhile investment. Now, you mentioned the all hip-hop um, article that you do. That's a weekly article series that's going to be happening. Is that correct? Or? I'm just happy to announce you're the first uh, format I've been able to announce this. That, uh, yes, every week we're going to be talking about these issues related to small business, related to the music industry, tying it all together inside of this uh, umbrella that I call the hip hop movement, where we deal with activism, business models, politics, cultural, and artistic expression all at once. Mm-hmm. Move us where we need to go. So at allhiphop.com, every week I will uh, take on a subject. This week we started with uh, the big news that. Uh, 50 Cent is affiliated with uh, Beanie Siegel mm-hmm. and what that could mean I'm trying to encourage both of them to do some things in a more innovative and I think progressive way that they're both capable of so the, the article is called 50 Cent's Ultimate Challenge How to Market Beanie Siegel I'd love to get your feedback that of your viewers um, you know anytime DJ Fusion sends something out I think it's uh, certified as worth reading so hopefully it's recommended reading and you can come back and give me your feedback you know definitely give feedback on that article I mean that that's a, could be a whole other interview that particular article yeah, but you can do it you know <laughs> we're, we can do it but uh, just to make it relevant to my book mm-hmm. you know all of these principles whether it's marketing how to build a business how to build your team I apply them to what happened with Beanie Siegel and 50 Cent, I believe that the, that the artist's top challenge of today is how to build an infrastructure and a team around you that can take your uh, career to the next level. If you're a rapper and all you can do is rap about guns and drugs, or all you can do is, rap, is quote famous black leaders in your speeches, and then there's nothing else you can do, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things you need to look at is how to expand your team. Maybe you need to bring in some, some researchers, some scholars. Maybe you need to bring in a, a small business consultant. Maybe you need a different kind of publicist. So that's actually where I think uh, hip-hop is headed, that you will have um, what you call maybe multidisciplinarians. You'll have uh, cats surrounding you that'll be from the streets, mm-hmm. be from the boardroom, and they'll be from academia. They'll be activists, and they'll all be sitting together around a project saying, how can we make this thing platinum how can we make it success in africa mm-hmm. how can we make it do good in the neighborhoods that we come from i think that's the paradigm where we're headed all right true indeed and you know i've said before and i'll keep saying all this information is in these books so definitely check that out you have allhiphop.com to check out you know weekly set segments of cedric muhammad and of course we have your website too which covers a million other things that you're doing right now at um, CedricMuhammad.com. What are some of the other um, aspects that people can get from you from your official website? Well, from CedricMuhammad.com, they can come and tune into my show every Wednesday from 12 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. That's USA. 
CedricBomber.com. Every week I deal with geo, geopolitics, economics, music, and motivation. And I'm sure that people that are supporters of yours, Mary, they can appreciate the value of that. I have my blog there, my written blog. That's the Eclectic Economist. I write about politics, economics, culture, stuff happening in Africa, all around the world. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can keep an eye on some of the things that I'm working on. I'm a member of the um, First Congress of African Economists which is working with the African Union, trying to unite all the 53 countries of Africa together. So if you want to find just what the latest is with me, CedricMuhammad.com. If you want news that you can use from all over the world, BlackElectorate.com will be the site. All right. So, you know, there you go. There's a million ways you can get at Cedric Muhammad and find his viewpoints and things. And if nothing else, as we always say here in the Fusebox Radio broadcast, you know, you can read something. You might not necessarily agree with everything, but if it sparks your mind to try to find out other stuff that's going on, then we've done our job. And I think Cedric Muhammad is definitely one of those cats who's on his job in that regard. Well, I thank you, man. I look forward to working with you closely, collaboration. You know, you're someone that I'd like to be able to call upon in the future and chop up ideas and then get, get the benefit of our respective audiences together because we really have to move to the next level. It's not just about advancing personalities now. Mm-hmm. have to take the marriage of three things that I've written about and that's money, maturity, and movement. Money, maturity, and movement. That's the great challenge of the hip-hop community. That's the great challenge of our generation. And I definitely can agree with you on that. And, you know, we're definitely going to be in touch on a whole bunch of other things. Um, not just through um, these outlets, but on other, you know, situations and stuff as well. Sure. And, and um, Real quick on the um, last one, you do have a Twitter because we had a Twitter generation right now. <laughs> um, can you hit, hit up people for Twitter? Facebook game is stronger. Oh, Facebook. Okay, hit up Facebook, Twitter, whatever oh, social network no, is good. You need to Twitter now, so it's twitter.com slash Cedric Muhammad. So Cedric Muhammad, that's where you can find me on Twitter. And now um, you can get me on Facebook. There's a fan page for my show and a personal. So how do you get me? It's fine. But I'm going to need you to guide me to step my Twitter game up. Um, I'm trying to avoid, you know, just the, 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 some of the minor chit-chat. I try to keep my, uh, my my tweets on a business level and have mm-hmm. some fun with folks. But uh, maybe you can advise me on that. Well, I'll try my best because yeah, I think we I think we accomplished a relatively decent balance on you know both ends. Where it's like okay, I can bug out a little bit and what have yeah. you, and then we got the serious side too. I know some people look at my our Twitter account like, what's going on here? <laughs> You know, you're talking about, you know, for the love of Ray J and one and you're talking about some serious stuff, but you know, that's a human, that's a human being, you got both sides, you know. Uh, you know, the, the balanced personality, you know, I, as I tell you, we watch Tiny and Toya and we watch Shark Tank and, mm-hmm. you know, we, we follow Al Jazeera News, all that goes on on my show, so you're right, it's important to have a balanced personality. What we do on the Facebook page, we just go crazy with a lot of that. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, I'm trying to send out, you know, things related to my book. Mm-hmm. Uh, update whatever I may be talking on that's business oriented so but Cedric Mahomes is where you'll find me twitter.com slash Cedric Mahomes alright so you know everybody has all the information and you know on the website there is you know email information and you know as was said earlier come in a respectful correct way you'll have folks come back at you the same way and get some good information and other types of things so you know, definitely reach out to this brother. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of angles he's coming from. And, you know, it's all a positive movement and a positive feel at the end of the day. You're dealing with real people. You know, you're not necessarily got to be scared and be like, oh, God, I'm dealing with, you know, 
somebody who sounds mad clinical all the time or like a whole bunch of you know like a quote page or something you know what i'm saying you're dealing with real people who want to get things popping you're dealing with somebody who was with wu-tang for two years you know just came back from africa you know the key now is to speak more than one language in the block to the border if you love the block and just that language and you're not trying to help people move to the boardroom move to other countries and expand their horizon then you're going to be frustrated you're going to be limited vice versa if all you care about is just making business deals and you're not connected with the streets what's going on with your people you're going to be very limited and have a narrow uh, world so what we're trying to do is bring it all together put on equal footing so that we can rise together collectively all right there you go bringing it back full circle and all that type of good stuff so Ooh, we got a lot of info in during this interview so you know definitely happy again to have had you on board and everything and you know we'll definitely be back in touch and everybody y'all heard it here cedric muhammad author of the entrepreneurial secret radio show host writer um just all around i guess what they say the old school term renaissance man just okay. just here on the show nice compliment and i just want to say you're you're a renaissance woman and i'm honored to be on the show so thank you Bonded me tremendously by allowing me this time, and I'm really grateful. I look forward to the future conversations we can chop up. You know, not not just this, but as you mentioned, some fun topics too. All right, no doubt, and you know that'll definitely be happening. And you know, audience, you know, su- you know, support this man. You know, support the book, support the other writings and things like that. You know, all the information from this particular radio show. Y'all know how we do. The radio show will be posted up on blackradioisback.com as well as via our podcast where you can either go to fuseboxradio.podomatic.com and just stream straight from your computer, um, subscribe to the RSS feed, etc. Or you can search on iTunes soon. Um, we should have Rhapsody soon and a whole bunch of other um, good places. And of course, through our great um, supporters who have us broadcasting and posting up on their various sites. Definitely check all those folks out at the both of those sites as well. Much love to our syndication partners and our affiliates. And of course, you, the listeners. So, again, Cedric Muhammad, The Entrepreneurial Secret. It's out now. You know, if the worst comes to worst, do that Google search and find out where it is. And if it's that one at the local store, tell people what you need so they can go ahead and stock it up and all this information get out to as many people as possible. In the meantime, we're about to get back into the mix here at the syndicated worldwide Fusebox radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah since 1998 to the present and the future bringing you some 21st century black radio with some great music news interviews and commentary all right time to get back into the mix let's do this what's up everybody it's your boy right here lamar blackman and this is direct effects the jump off your hottest daily five minute dose of entertainment and college news just for you brought to you by the black university radio network And on today's show, we wrap up our spotlight feature with True Vision Media Group, Dollface. You can get her singles, Damn Right and Love Tonic, at iTunes.com and visit her at dollfacemusic.com. She leaves us with where you can find her on the web and info on all her upcoming shows and public appearances. 
and the new Usher album, Raymond 5 Raymond, will hit stores this December 21st, and you know we have the scoop on his new project. And Jay-Z joins Rihanna in London to promote her new album, Rated R, due out worldwide November 23rd, and I'll tell you all about that. 50 Cent inks a new partnership with Furla Films to become the new Action Jackson. They signed him and will co-finance and produce three films, the first being The Gun. I'll tell you all about the new rapper slash action hero and win the Black College Football Experience, the BCFX game, the new Doug Williams edition. For your Xbox 360, all you have to do to win is Twitter me and name 15 schools on the game and win. It's just that simple. Twitter me at twitter.com front slash black college radio. But you better hurry because we only have a couple left. Gain unparalleled leadership experience in the Army ROTC. Visit ArmyROTC.com for more information. There's Strong, and then there's Army Strong. Damn right is the underground indie joint blazing clubs and mixtapes across the country. She got a baby doll face, man. True Vision Entertainment Independent Artist Dollface is ready to turn the heat up on the music industry this fall. Damn right. With her forthcoming debut album simply titled Dollface. I see you, sweetie, you're doing it, you're making moves. I can tell why you're Jimmy Choo Choo's competitive and you refuse to lose. Pay dues, not dues, but dues. They better not get it confused. Play by the rules and got a certain report. Not your average everyday typical girl next door. Double sexy young flying ass entrepreneur. No, letting them know. No, you're having your money, sweetie. You're getting ready. Reppin' Baltimore, Maryland, this hot new artist and a white hot single, Damn Right. And Love Tonic are bona fide street anthems. Rich with that real R&B. Dollface, the album, is scheduled for a late fall release. Download the hot new single, Damn Right, and Love Tonic on iTunes or at dollfacemusic.com. That's D-O-L-L-P-H-A-C-E music.com. We're here with True Vision Media Group CEO and number one artist, Dollface. She's going to leave us with where we can find her on the web, and we can find her and write her, and we can listen to her pre-release singles there as well. Here's Dollface telling you all about it. What's up, girl? I have a website, dollfacemusic.com. It's, uh, you know, the main place they can go, because if you go to Dollface Music, D-O-L-L-P-H-A-C-E, music.com, you can click from there onto everything, the MySpace, the Twitter, Facebook. They're all linked to that site. On the MySpace page, um, you can find, um, you can download uh, Dollface, you can purchase it, and you can also, that's on Mixer, and then you can purchase um, the uh, ringtone. That's True Vision Media Group artist Dollface. Thanks for the time, and remember, you can check her out at iTunes.com or DollfaceMusic.com. Much continued success. Curtis 50 Cent Jackson's Cheetah Vision Films joins Furla Films in partnering with Georgia-based entrepreneur to produce and co-finance three pictures per year. Richard Jackson, a Georgia-based businessman, has committed to fully fund The Gun, a drama scripted by Cheetah Vision partner 50 Cent, who will star with Val Kilmer. The film is set to start filming next month. In The Gun, 50 and Kilmer play close friends whose loyalties are tested when they get caught up in a high-stakes world of illegal gun dealing. And the film will be shot in Grand Rapids, Michigan. 50 said his goal in forming Cheetah Vision was to create vehicles and to get a chance to produce and write films. This is the first of three feature scripts 50 has written, and he feels that he's getting the hang of a form which is much different than songwriting. Jackson will follow the gun with the Cheetah Vision produced film Jekyll and Hyde, starring in it with Forrest Whitaker, which Warner Brothers will produce. For more entertainment news, you can always visit EURweb.com. 
Dive Records is trying to make the new Usher CD a stocking stuffer for the holiday season. The label has announced Raymond 5 Raymond will be released this December 21st, according to Billboard magazine. The new album is led by current single Papers, which is number two this week on hot R&B and hip-hop rap songs, and number 32 on the Billboard Hot 100 songs. Usher's last album, 2008's Here I Stand, sold 1.2 million units, a letdown from his biggest selling album to date, 2004's Confessions, which stands at 9.7 million units sold, according to Nielsen SoundScan. And in other entertainment news, Jay-Z took the stage with Rihanna this week in London to a screaming crowd to perform Run This Town. It was the grand finale of Rihanna's promo tour to promote her new album Rated R in stores worldwide now. The show was streamed live online by Nokia, and Rihanna's new single, Russian Roulette, is currently at number 9 on Billboard's Hot 100 singles. Nokia streamed the event live around the world at nokia.com front slash Rihanna. And you can also get the exclusive version of Rated R via the Nokia Music Store. And Jay-Z canceled the remainder of his 2009 tour dates, but added extra shows in 2010 to support his latest studio set, The Blueprint 3. For more entertainment news, you can always visit EURweb.com. Baby, baby, you sleep? I was. Well, you heard him. He wants to go into the Army Reserve. Yeah, but I just don't know. He'll be around most of the time. I know. Listen, the Army Reserve will help him go to college right here at home. Plus, he could get an enlistment bonus and the opportunity to get low-cost health insurance. That'll help. I know. And with over 120 career opportunities, that could only strengthen his career prospects. Who knows how our son will turn out? Well, he likes medicine. They can help. Yeah, it's just that my baby's growing up. <laughs> well, that's one thing that will never change. Huh? He's always going to be your baby. You got that right. <laughs> you taught them to be strong enough to make their own decisions. So when your sons or daughters come to talk to you about joining the Army Reserve, listen. To find out more, visit GoArmyReserve.com or call 1-800-USA-ARMY. You made them strong. We'll make them Army strong. Paid for by the United States Army. That's going to do it for this edition of Direct Effects, y'all. It's a wrap. I want to give big ups to my man, Marcella Shepard, representing Morgan State. What's going on? And Mr. Fred Kendricks, University of Illinois, Carbondale, out there in Illinois. How you doing? Thank you for airing Direct Effects. This is your boy right here, Lamar Blackman. And I'm going. You're listening to Direct Effects, boy. You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah.
right here on the Food Box Radio.
You are now listening to the fuse box with John Judah.
Right here on the fuse box radio. Now you could hear a playback on the track. Now hear the 
man come again Rock in your soul, baby So you'll never go home As the truth told from the beginning So shall it be the end I'm gonna play it back again This could be scarlet Shades of Hudson Sounds good like you know it should Baby, I will never take my eyes off you Cause even though you make me blue, baby I'm still watching you Sounds true, baby, it sounds so true And I'll never hear you get make you be blues I tell you Baby Mama sound that leads away Now you can hear the little brother play Let it play, let it play Let it play all day, let it play on the track I love you out of this world I love because you're my girl So be true baby be true And tell me you'll never make me blue And tell you about it baby I love you I'll play the music that you are desire I'll play the music to set your soul on fire So I'll play it back on the track Hit it back, Jack This called this card Shades of Hudson Sounds good Sounds good to be true Baby, I will never take my eyes off you Tell you about it from creation So that's why I play about this version Remember from the man kids who were about 14 Those were the days when they start Swing baby swing Swing and do your own thing Way back when you was a youth Baby don't loot, baby don't shoot So I played back on the track Beat back Jack, beat back you are now listening to the fuse box with John Judah. Sounds good, baby, it sounds so good. Sounds good like you know it should. Sounds good, baby, it sounds good. So I'm moving away from the sea. I'm real key, cause I'm uptight. I'm rocking out of sight. But remember in the middle of the night. हाथ तुम्हारा 
पास जो तुमने
musical version. This is the now generation. Yeah, and this is the truth. I would never tell you no lie. Now, baby, be good. Wobby, baby, wobby. Hit it, Jack. Hit it, Jack. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah. Get on my life You 
never made a sacrifice Demons there on my trail Standing at the cross of rolls of a hill I look to the left, I look to the right Hands that grab me on the every side I got my price I just sell all that is mine I think money rules and all else fails Go sell your soul, keep your shell I'm trying to protect what I keep inside All the reasons why I live my life Listening to the fuse box with John Judah.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah. Radio.
you try, you can't stop us now. You are now listening to the fuse box with John Judah. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. Kept going. 
Radio.
agree. It's dynamite. That's all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.